island, the beach now lined with majestic hotels, one after the other, interspersed with towering condominiums, a concrete and glass canyon blocking the view of the ocean except for those willing to pay to see it from a balcony. And then they came to the La Florida Hotel, sitting like a stuffed frog, rising boastfully above all of them, thirty stories, with the letters MCI blazoned across its top. The old man said, I hope someday the son of a bitch gets blown down. I should have never built it in the first place. From this point north, the avenue was lined with motels and cocktail lounges and fast food emporiums and souvenir stores where their display windows stuffed with junk, some of it authentic Florida souvenirs, made in Hong Kong. McIvey then said, That's enough, Arthur. I'd rather try to remember it like it was when I first saw it. Get us off of here at the very next exit. The driver turned left onto the Julia Tuttle causeway leading to the mainland. The old man said, You know who Julia Tuttle was, Arthur? No, sir, I sure don't. Hell, I do. My mama visited with her the first time we came here in 1895, a few months after the big freeze. She lived in a part of old Fort Dallas. I think mama and her had tea together, or maybe it was fruit juice. When the freeze killed everything in Florida except for here, Julia Tuttle sent old man Flagler some orange blossoms up to Palm Beach just to show him they were still blooming at Fort Dallas. And that's how come he ran his railroad on down to Miami, cause the freeze didn't kill the orange trees. Mama liked her, but she never got to see her again. And I'll bet old Julia Tuttle would throw a tissy fit if she could see what this causeway leads to now. She'd probably want her name off of it. They turned left again at the mainland, cruising down Biscayne Boulevard, its northern section jammed with more motels and junk food shops, service stations, massage parlors, porno movies, bars, adult bookstores, the sidewalks empty in the early morning sun, but teeming at night with prostitutes and junkies and winos and professional muggers. Then they came into the downtown business section of Miami, passing the McIvey State Bank building with the letters MCI across the front entrance, then Bayfront Park, with more winos and junkies and panhandlers and muggers. The driver slowed and said, What you want me to do now, Mr. McIvey? Head out Highway 41? Not quite yet, he responded. Before we leave, I want to see one more thing. I want you to drive through the area where they had the riot. What? The driver questioned, not sure he had heard right. How come you want to do that? I've heard it's not all over yet. Damn it, you heard me, Arthur, the old man snapped. I want to see. Drive through there. Yes, sir, Mr. McIvey, he responded, shaking his head in disagreement, but following orders. He turned left at the next intersection and followed another boulevard, and soon they came to an area of gutted buildings boarded up storefronts and burned automobiles not yet removed from the streets. People standing idly along sidewalks stared with hostility as the rolls ambled by. They did a pretty good job of it, McIvey commented as they moved out of the area. But this isn't the end of it. You mark my words, Arthur. There'll be more, and the next one will be even worse. You bring this many different kinds of people together, it's like throwing wolves and panthers into a pen full of cows. The fur never stops flying.
As they moved slowly through the congested traffic of the lower Tamiami Trail, the old man shook the driver's shoulder again and said, You know, Arthur, I don't know why some folks were so shocked by the riot. Hell, his whole state was born of violence. You can't go anywhere without stepping on the skull of some man or animal that was killed. The whole damn place is littered with bones. The driver had heard it all before, but he listened attentively as the old man continued. What I haven't seen myself I've read about. During these past fourteen years I've holed up in that house alone. I've read enough books to fill up Biscayne Bay. I know about those bloodthirsty Spanish conquistadors who came here with their crosses and killed everything in sight in the name of Christianity. Narvaez cut off the nose of Chief Osita and set greyhounds on the chief's mother. And he stood there and watched as the dogs ate the old woman alive, declaring...